Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so going to party. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. podcast where we talk to your favorite actors and celebrities from film, television, music, comedy, and more. And on the show today, we are talking American Siege, which is a fantastic film. If you have not seen this yet, I highly recommend it. And we have one of the stars with us today, Trevor Gretzky. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here today. Hey, Brad. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yes. Well, if you recognize the last name, I'm sure it's very familiar, but we're going to talk about his movie and uh, maybe we'll dig into some other things later. But let's talk about this project because it's absolutely spectacular. Um, And of course, the cast, uh, Timothy Murphy, Bruce Willis. I mean, the list goes on and on. How did you become involved in the project, Trevor, and and how did it all come about for you? Uh, Well, a few years ago, I did a movie called Cosmic Sin uh, with Bruce as well and Edward Drake was the director and that's kind of where I met um, these group of guys and uh, I've been working with them on a few projects since um, and then when Corey Large and Edward Drake um, uh, got me involved with American Siege obviously you know I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to work with Edward you know the guy works so hard and um, he's such a great director and I'm fortunate to be around him. Yeah. I mean, it's such a fun film and I have to say you guys all just did such a fantastic job. I mean, it's just a really spectacular film (laughs) and uh, I mean, sure. I mean, why, why would you turn down an opportunity with such, um, and be foolish. Right. I think, I don't know, maybe unless you just felt, I guess, passionate about it for some reason or another. Um, But when people have the opportunity to watch this film, uh, what can they expect? What is your hope or expectation uh, for, for viewers when they have the opportunity to watch it? You know, just to enjoy it uh, as much as we enjoyed the process of, you know, making it. Um, you know, we had we did it in eight days and uh, watching how hard, you know, Edward worked on it, um, getting it done and how much fun we had in the process of actually doing it. I think it kind of comes out on screen. Um, we put, all put a lot of work in and really enjoyed our time together and uh if you just enjoy if you get enjoy just a fraction as much as we enjoyed making it then uh it would be a good thing <laughs> yeah well that's pretty run and gun eight yeah. days to put a film together yeah. can you kind of let us in a little bit on your experience because normally a film can be done over the course of you know several weeks or several months but eight days is like really fast um I- what was that like? Was it because of the lockdown and pandemic or because of limited schedules? I mean, I'm very curious to hear kind of what your experience was in that regard. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know exactly probably because of COVID and limited schedules or whatever, but the fact that, you know, Edward got it done and the whole crew got it done is pretty amazing. Um, and anytime you got a, you know, actor like Timothy Murphy and Bruce and then a director like Edward, uh, on a set, who, uh, those guys have so much experience and uh, knowledge on what to do. Uh, you know, you know, you're in good hands. So, 
Um, like I said, the process we had uh, working together was just so special to me, and I'm so fortunate to get to be able to have the experience of Timothy Murphy and um, Bruce, and just seeing work Edward uh, Jake work like a machine. It's it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, they're all just so super talented to begin with, um, and um, the fact that you got it done so quickly is huge. And you know, when you're watching a film like this, you don't really think about the fact that it was filmed in eight days, really. That's yeah. not even something that comes uh, across uh, the mind in that regard. So I'm very curious, um, obviously, kind of switching gears a little bit. We know who your father is. If you don't know who he is and you're watching and listening to this, I don't even know what to say to you um, at this point. But for you... Growing up in a family of hockey and sports like that um, and then kind of taking the turn and deciding to pursue acting and things like that, um, it must feel good in a way to kind of do this. And I mean, obviously, I mean, all parents want their kids to have the very best life possible, clearly. But for you, was there ever any sort of like difficult conversations in your head that you had to have and go, well, I don't necessarily know that sports is kind of what I want to go towards. Maybe acting is something different. I'm just very curious because, um, I know it's different for everybody. Clearly it's turned out quite well for you. So, I mean, obviously, uh, you've done an amazing and a fantastic job on everything you've done so far, but I think our listeners would be kind of interested to hear a sort of, the genesis of what sort of led you to become a storyteller? You know, I'm very, first of all, very fortunate to have the parents that I have. My mom and dad um, have always pushed me to not settle and really do what I want in life and uh, follow your dreams, whether you make it or not. Because, you know, like, like I, since I was five years old, my dad's always told me, if, you know, if you love what you're doing and if you love your job, you're never really going to work a day in your life. And uh, he's really instilled that in my head. And growing up, I wanted to act and, uh, my mom was an actress and she always kind of pushed me. And once I got drafted into baseball, um, I had to, you know, I was all in with, you know, baseball. And I was in the minor leagues for oh, six, seven years. So yeah. I didn't really, I didn't have time. It's so, you know, it's so competitive, just like acting is competitive. It's so competitive in sports. You know, that's all really you got to do. And uh, once I got cut, um, I just kind of knew, you know, this is my time to, you know, switch gears and not waste any time in, in life and puttering around, just go really do this and put your head down and do it. And I, like I said, I was fortunate. I had my mom and dad there saying, no, don't, don't go settle. Don't go, don't go get a job. Don't go just, you know, be complacent. Like you only got one life to live and go follow your dreams. If it doesn't work out, Hey, it doesn't work out. Um, but I've been fortunate enough to get these opportunities that I've gotten and, uh, you know, I've had a manager and uh, Mark Marcawa who's, you know, supported me since the day I met him. And uh, like I said, the people around me have been so great to me and uh, worked so hard uh, for me and with me that I'm uh, just fortunate that I'm in the position that I am. And uh, if I can keep doing this as long as I can, I'm going to. Yeah, um, no reason not to. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've done yeah. <laughs> so good. And um, again, I think, I mean, the bigger picture here is that just to have the support of family in any creative venture is huge because it's a risk. You know what I'm saying? Regardless yeah. of who your parents may or may not be. Right. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. Dallas Howard has always 
told the story of her father, Ron Howard, and how there was a point in her life and career where she didn't want to use her parents' last name because she wanted to like stand on her own and all this sort of thing. And the point of it was, it's like, you know, embrace your culture, embrace who you are, but hey, if you want to go do this solo, then please, please do <laughs> because, yeah. um, you know, cause you don't, you don't learn those life lessons. Um, if you're kind of reliant upon maybe a culture if that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. kind of like, just do your thing because you're talented like you are, like whether it's baseball, um, or acting. Cause I mean, you do a hell of a job in this movie. So really it's like, it's very, very true. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for people to be able to watch this if they haven't yeah. had the opportunity. So one last question, obviously you've had a lot of experiences in your life and you've done a lot of different things, whether it was in sports or acting recently, what is the best advice or the best piece of advice that you've ever received Trevor that has sort of sustained you, uh, and kept you, um, on the trajectory of your career as an actor and, and just a human being. Um, I mean, it's definitely gotta be from my dad. Um, you know, ever since I can remember, he's told me and, and my siblings, you know, if you, it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. If you really work hard and love something a lot and you really work at it, good things are going to happen, whether you become the greatest or make it or make a living or, or just get to the point where you just enjoy the, the time you're doing. If you work hard, good things are going to happen. And uh, it's really, I've really, he's really instilled that in my head and it really has paid off. You know, I was always the skinny kid in baseball and I just said, you know, what, I'm going to, I'm going to take that advice and we'll work hard. And, you know, I got to the a point where I was playing professionally and then, with the acting, I just said, you know, I'm not going to listen to outside noise. I'm not going to listen to people that say, oh, you're only doing this because your your dad's Wayne Gretzky. I'm not, you know, my dad said, you know, screw them all. Like, just just do what you want to do and work hard and good things will happen. And uh, that's kind of the biggest advice and best advice I've ever gotten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, um, that's just great. And as a father you know, there, there's no greater joy than to just see your kids be healthy and successful, you know, and really, I think that's the biggest, uh, love letter to all of this and headline is just pursue your dreams. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. do your best and, uh, good things come, uh, to those who wait. Um, yeah. I think that's a Heinz ketchup commercial, <laughs> but anyway, um, in any case, thank you so much, Trevor. Congratulations on this wonderful project. Uh, We'll make sure to link an opportunity for people to check it on the show notes. Trevor Gretzky, cool. thanks for hanging out today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brett. Thanks for having me. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.